Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. This week, I'm talking to comedian and co-host of the excellent podcast Self-Renovators, Caroline Maybu. I managed to offend Caroline within seconds of starting the episode, and my regret is so solid you could almost eat that. But we quickly recover. We talk about pinpricks leading to soft spots. I learn all about Kelly Welly, and Caroline tells an insane story about the time she drank something that could have set her heart alight. We cover thinness, make pretend restaurants, and cheese. So much cheese. I'll shut up so we can get on with it. So normally, at the beginning, we've brought each other something to eat, but actually we've, um, we've cooked something together. We did. So nice. It's mm, sweet potato sandaloo. Where did you get the recipe from? The internet. Oh, and we can put green chilies on it if we want. Oh, yeah. I like to put even more lemons. lemons. Mm. Um, I'm very, I get very anxious at this moment when, mm. when the food I've recommended. Do you? It's tasted. And well, I noticed as we were cooking it, you're a perfectionist. <laughs> oh, Rafi disagrees and is... Um, what? what? Well, that's not a bad thing. What? That's like a chef'sy thing, isn't it? Mmm. Um, um, delicious. Is it really? It's really yummy. I love the lemoniness. Mm. And it is nice to have sweet potatoes. Um, 
the the spice mix is um, mm. quite subtle, isn't it? Mm. Like interesting, nuanced. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, the only heat really is the fresh chilies. I've just logged a load of on the roof. Mm. Oh yeah, because you like real spice, hey? Are you a spicy person? Not really. That's yeah, delicious. eating a chili. Yeah, oh. that's not a really hot chili, but it's still a bit alarming. Is it? Is it for you? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I think if it's in the context, I just had one on its own, and it was unpleasant actually. <laughs> in the context of all the other stuff, I love it. But yeah, you need to eat them on your own. I had, I had a competition once at a party, very sozzled, of who could eat the most chilies off a chili oh, no. tree. I won. This boy Were challenged me. No, I was fine. But then I had half a pint of milk and it made it all go away. Right. But this boy was like dry heaving all red faced into a sink upstairs for an hour and then he had to go home. And it was all his idea. <laughs> mm. Bloody this patriarchy. Is, this is so yummy. And I know that it's a bit liquidy because I accidentally put too much stock in. Mm, we did it together. Mm, we agreed. made a poor team decision. But I quite like it. It's like mm. sagalu soup. Yeah, it's a bit soupy. Mm. Mm. Are you happy with it? You said the first time you had it, it was mind-blowing. The second time you had it, it was just all right. So how is this time coming This is now? like, yeah, halfway between the two. Mm. Yeah. It's really it's tasty. like the Goldilocks version. <laughs> <laughs> it's bloody yummy. Are you annoyed that there's no coriander? I'm not annoyed. I brought some and it fell out of my bag on the way. I bet we find it. Yeah. After. Mm. We'll have it for pudding. <laughs> Do you like coriander? Love it. I love coriander. People get quite funny. My stepdad is ang- like hates it to the point of yeah, like my yeah. mother-in-law hates it as well, and she likes to make a point of not liking things that I cook. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, not listening to podcasts that you participate so. in. Um, and Taylor doesn't like doesn't coriander, she? and she's a really fo- she's really foodie. She's Taylor, really who you cook. make your podcast self-renovators with. Yes, that was a good way to get a yeah. little plug in, wasn't it? Mm. She's she's really a really brilliant cook. That's is she? The only That's reason I do the foodie. podcast is I go around her house and she feeds me. It's the only get food in. I normally get. Um, I can easily... I'm devouring this. I love it. Yeah. It's different with... Um, I don't normally put the chilies on, you see. Mm. And... Uh, I hope you didn't... Different. I hope I didn't peer pressure you into it. No, not at all. Um, but I just think I, really I think I them. feel like um, when I when I feed this is okay, right? Like often if I'm making some food mm. and it was a good positive experience making it together. Yes. Um, and really just did most of the legwork. Um, but sometimes I get in a bit of a frazzle and I make such a mess and often I will just start improvising which is a yeah, disaster yeah, yeah. oh I know exactly just what you like mean. using up great ingredients just to make a brown mulch um, <laughs> <laughs> and then even if I don't do that but I get by the time I finished I'm so sweaty and I like slam it down on the table and I'm like here you go enjoy your meal and walk out of the room <laughs> I don't even want to eat it it's so stressful um, it was too but too I'm, stressful to make. But I'm getting better. Yeah. Recently, so since I started being paying more attention to my diet and not having dairy and stuff, we we definitely eating much better. I'm cooking much more from scratch. Oh, nice. 
and getting and finding simple ways to do things. Yeah. I think you're probably right. I probably am a bit perfectionist, so I like I'm like it's not. I right, don't mean right. it as a. I wasn't ruding you. I think um, an enormous number of people. I like that about cooking. Who might not be like it about anything else in their life? I think it's well, fascinating. The thing is, listener, <laughs> Jess got very upset because I criticised her onion uh, technique. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have it had... turns out that I've been... It turns out... No, we've both I mean, learned something We've had about a hugely onions. revelatory experience yeah. with the onion chopping. And I'm... I've been slicing onions wrong the whole way. You haven't. Well, I'm 34 well, years old and I've never sliced an onion the way you've showed me. And it does look so much prettier. But, it just makes sense. Yeah. But for dicing, I stick by yeah, my I think you're long ways right. followed by width ways because otherwise yeah. you're holding it all together with your hand. Mm. I feel like I watched a cookery program with my mum when we were about eleven. When we were about eleven, we're twins. You and my your mum and I. <laughs> um, when I was about eleven, we watched a cookery program that showed you that, like, don't cut the stalk off. Yes, you know, it makes sense. Do it long and then do it along the width afterwards. But for pretty crescent-shaped slices. You've taught me a great thing. Yeah. Mm. And, and likewise, I'm going to think I want some salt and pepper on it or something. Yeah, go for it. Um, what's happened is the same thing that happens with every single meal I eat with Mikey, which is I've basically finished before you're even halfway through. I'm normally that person. Hey, there's loads I'm more. Really go and have some more. I bloody will. Is that all right? Yeah, of course. Oh, look, I've got a whole mound of ginger here. Mm. Mm. I'm not a very precise ginger grater. I'd go so far as to say grating ginger is one of my least favourite tasks. I think it's supposed to be... So you just taught me about, what, scraping off the skin with a spoon? With a teaspoon, you can just rub the skin of the ginger really off. But I think if you freeze the ginger, <gasps> it's easier to grate. Ooh! Okay. But I, it always gets lost in the icebergs mm. in my freezer. <laughs> well, you also taught me... You can freeze bananas and then you don't need ice cubes in your smoothies. Oh. And that's a great way of using them if they're going off. Oh, I always have so to good. make banana... I just make banana bread over and over again to use them up. And that actually is mm. unnecessary. Well, delicious milkshakes of mm. frozen banana with, like, coconut milk or whatever. Really good. Yum. Really, really, really good. Get in. I think from this, I'm going to get some more. But you're obviously, like, pro cook. You're pro cooker. But did well, you... No. Yes. You make really nice food then. I've put got it that some way. little, te- a few little techniques. What are your signature things? Uh, and techniques. Moment, um, I'm having a lot of, because I did try, I tried to cut down on wheat as well. Yeah. And that obviously cuts out a lot and of stuff. This is all on the advice of your acupuncturist. This isn't stroke kidnapper. Yes. Yeah. So I'm eating a lot of quinoa, mate, and. Um, Oh, I'll tell you what I love to do with the quinoa. I love to use a peeler, mm. like the flat peelers. Yeah, they're great. That we had. What do you yeah. call that? So you julienne the courgette. <gasps> oh, ribbons. courgette. So you make ribbons of the courgette and mm. fry it all up. This was from a Jamie Oliver like recipe. Like a spiralizer would do, but without mm. having one. I have got a spiral. Have you? But rib, uh, ribbons, so it's like the oh, whole like width. strips, like wide, I see. But very... Um, wide and thin. Yeah, slivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not you said that like a pirate from the West Coast. Slivers, slivers, um, slivers, slivers. Yeah, and then fry them mm. in oil. Yeah, and then 
Oh, put gosh. them on top of something else. Yeah, yeah. With lo- big chunks, loads of fresh garlic mm. and chilli flakes, mm. lemon juice Ooh. and olive oil. With quinoa? Yeah, quinoa with like any old crap in it. Like just like, literally stock. poo. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, quinoa, yeah, with some nice stock. And uh, I like the I like the vegan stock by that company, that the Bouillon company. Yum yum. And but I got the vegetarian one by mistake, and it's not as nice. I'm ever so sorry, cows. No, um, it feels very sad. I feel like we haven't said enough about what's in this sagaloo. Maybe it's sweet potato spinach. Switch sweet potato. It's a curveball in itself. This is really nice. But um, what mm. was in the spice mix? Sagaloo is one of my favourite dishes in the world, by the way. So we took coriander seed, fennel seed, mm. cumin seed. Oh, so much seed. Toasted it up. Mm. Tried to uh, grind it. Mm. And then mixed that in with some ground turmeric. And then and that's what gives it the lovely flavours. I used it. For some reason, it's I really used turmeric. sesame oil. Do you think that's weird? No. That's for sort of Japanese, Chinese... I think it's for dressings, isn't it? It's, I use it always for stir-fries. Do you? And like teriyaki. The smell of it is one of the sexiest things in the universe, I think. Sesame oil. Really? Yeah. Now that I Do know that's what you've used, in, I might um, give it a sniff on the way out. Foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of baby oil. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Mmm. Um... Mikey knows if I'm carrying a bottle of sesame oil. You mean business? <laughs> it's business time. <laughs> I'm gonna um, put did you more. cook when you were little? Um, a bit. My mum's a really good cook. Is she? Really good. Oh, yes. I listened to your podcast with um, Carl Donnelly, and you were slagging yeah. off somebody. Mm. You were slagging off someone from um, Come Dine with Me, and I'm not having it. I was slagging someone off on it. Oh, okay, okay, you were, okay. You were saying... Right, right, you were right. Saying They're using condensed... They used a... Campbell's condensed yeah. chicken soup yes. on toast yes. as a starter. Now, my mum has a Christmas party every year and to, where she cooks for like 20 yeah. or 30 people. Wow. And we have Anne's chicken. And so in the days... Is she... Your mum is Anne? No. Oh. Who's the fuck is Anne? And... <laughs> Mystery of Anne's yeah. chicken. <laughs> I think she's like um, a great aunt or a right, cousin okay, fine, fine. or somebody's wife. Mm. Or, um, <clears throat> but it's so crazy because my mum is a really skillful cook. Yeah. Um, but uh, she cooks this this dish with um, Campbell's condensed chicken soup and. Like, she cooks a load of chicken, strips them, puts it in, and makes the sauce with Campbell's chicken soup. Wow. And then puts crisps on top. Whoa, puts just it like, in the oven. Just like on that come dine with me. Is that what they did? He put crisps on top, but he put, he put it's chicken so soup on toast and then crisps on top. I think your mum has put a chef's twist on this with the actual well, chicken. I think involved. it was Anne who put the twist. It is. Yeah, well done, it's Anne. It's so good. You put loads of is crushed it? crisps on top and put it in the well, oven. I eat my snobby be... words. It's so good. I'm just it's putting one of my own hairs vegans. out of my mouth. 
I suppose. I'm, yeah, I probably won't try it now. Oh my God, it's But I will so take your good. word on it. Someone else I spoke to, Katie Mulgrew, was saying one of her favourite comfort, her favourite comfort food is, doesn't have to be Campbell's, but like creamy chicken and mushroom soup, just with cooked spaghetti. And it's like a fake carbonara. Right. I think lots of people had it growing up and it's quite a nostalgic yeah. thing for lots of people. I know. I it might have been just a really... Do you think it was just a really... Um, do you think Anne was at her peak in the 60s? Oh, yeah. Or 70s? And that was just yeah. a time where you did... did start to do juju, juju, swanky pants things with tinned food. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Apparently Smash is making a return. Oh, my God. It was so good. It's such a really delicious thing. That, obviously, I went off my non-dairy Anne's chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't not join in. It's so good. Um... Oh, yeah, we used to have uh, Heinz spaghetti on toast, yeah. carbs, carbs. Mm. and then, but then grilled the spaghetti with grilled cheese, like loads of, mm. and it was called spaghetti cheese crust. Whoa, that um, sounds amazing. So you toast the toast, butter it, yeah. put some cooked tin spaghetti on top, grate some cheese on the roof of that. No, you wouldn't, no, you grill. put the toast on... You put it on toast afterwards. At the very end? Yes. Oh, so you like cook so you the spaghetti it. and then put the cheese on top and then put that saucepan with the spaghetti and yeah. under the grill. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then you we like used to like put it that in... up and put that yeah, on toast. Yeah. Although, yeah, oh. you're right. We used to do it like put it in a dish, uh, like an oven-proof dish and then put it under the grill. I didn't really understand anything about food groups. At uni? Mm. Were you, so if your mum was a master chef, did she teach you any of that when no, you were little? No, and she didn't teach Because she, she didn't, didn't want to because you weren't interested. Did she ever try? I mean, did she ever try? Well, we used to do a bit of cooking, making cakes. She makes some really good um, lemon drizzle cake. Mm. She's not very good. you've told cakes. me before about your mum's lemon drizzle. Very good. And um, she makes really nice biscuits. Well, oh, I can't do. Oh, biscuits. she makes really nice puddings. Yeah. The oh, she used to do <laughs> these like kind of creme fraiche, tight creamy creme fraiche stuff with like um really dark brown sugar mm. on the top and then refrigerated. Oh, like muscadado, just so good. Really. And then when you'd mix it together, oh, oh. I'm gonna so try nice. that. Like creme fraiche with muscadado sugar just just on the roof. Like, I think you top. put it overnight, so it's got a thick, like a inverse Guinness. Oh, wow! That Is sounds it delicious. Let's have it for Patty's day. Actually, I've got this really. You've brought some oatly, creamy oat. Use as single cream, but yeah. and I've got some sour cream substitute by Oatly, and it's really nice. Is it? Yeah, great. It's barely it barely tastes of strawberries at all. Um, <laughs> you know that kind of rubbery strawberry flavour you can get from some fake cheese oh really yeah I'm not mm. I've still yet to be wooed even by the most uh, you've just put um, me onto those Vitalife slices yeah, and I'm completely they're I, so addictive honestly I hadn't I just went without cheese so, and, and I'm yeah. a big you I feel like we need it. to make this clear so you're, Caroline's not eating dairy at yeah. the moment yeah <laughs> because my I went to see an acupuncturist she, she told me to give up dairy, wheat, sugar, coffee, and alcohol. Oh, God. And, um... 
But I'd already tried. I'd already tried wheat and sugar, and it hadn't made a difference. I thought I. I made sense to me to give up dairy. Dairy, yeah. And it seemed to help. Um, And when I went back the second time, she was like, "How are you?" And I was like, "Well, I've given up dairy." She was like, "Really? I didn't expect that. This is huge." So why was she even saying it? I think it was because I. I think she said it, and my reaction was like, "I'm. That's impossible. Get fucked." And and I. Because I was saying, oh, I've got a soft spot for cheese. And she's like, yeah, when people say they've got a soft spot for something or they say I couldn't give something up, that's the thing they need to give up. Right. Um, and it and it was really actually easy. I just needed to be told to do it. And yeah. then I did it. And, and I did cut back on the other things. But then I bulged out really badly on sugar. I bulged out so bad. I nearly managed... Cause it's I, very hard, I think. If you So you eat not eating meat or fish either? No, I am eating meat and fish. Um, but not. I think it's really hard if you're going, like, even just sweet snack-wise off dairy, not to then really crank up the sugar. Yeah. Because, I mean, you've got to be allowed something. Exactly. <laughs> but there's a lot of it in lots of processed dairy-free mm. foods. Yeah. Yeah, I kept... I, at first it was like... I thought I was going to give up coffee because all the fake milk was yeah. so Gross. disgusting. Yeah, and then I just got to have it out. Yeah, and, so I, good. I, I still think for me, almond milk's the best in just a, just sloughed cold into a coffee. But I, if I'm out, the option of an oat milk coffee. There's a. I want to. Can I make to... you one? I've got a coffee machine. Have you? Yes, please. I've just rubbed some chili in my eye. Good thinking. I didn't realise there was any on that finger. Oh, Do you want an eyeball? No. No? No, I'm just going to blink a lot. <laughs> um, I, winking at me. I'd really, I'd really like that. Let's have coffees with pudding. Can Shall you be bothered? Do it now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's quite noisy. Do you want to hear my well, voice? I don't know if we can be bothered. I can. Yeah, let's have one. I'm going to switch it on. Ask if me another question. If you want to hear my beautiful voice. <laughs> Wait, so if you... If you um, you can cook, but you didn't learn when you were little. When did you learn? And you didn't know when you went to uni? Uh, I used to fry Frankfurt <laughs> at uni. And I did lived, you? I lived with a from nurse. a tin, from a jar. Uh, no, the from hurt a... ones from a sachet. Right, from a sachet. Um, <gasps> and I used to fry. For, I didn't re- Edinburgh. I was at Edinburgh College of Arts, um, and I made. I had a frying pan full of... Oh, yeah, I used to chop them up so they'd go, like, sizzly, like, chorizo. Yeah. And then just throw, throw a load of crap in a, in a frying pan. But then I would put cheese into the frying pan as well. And then I lived with this nurse, and she just came in, and she's like, you're frying cheese! And, like, she did the most eyebrow-raising you could possibly imagine. And I didn't even know what was wrong with that. <laughs> I still don't really. Oh, can I show you? I mean, fry halloumi. Can I show you? You were frying cheddar, were you? Yeah. Oh, well. Um, <clears throat> my granddad once, when he was left to make his own dinner, oh, tried no. to fry a pork pie. Oh my god. It's good, isn't that it? That was one of the saddest things I ever saw. My grandparents came to live with us for a bit when he had Alzheimer's and he was ill. And uh, I caught him one day having copper soup, and it just felt like I know there's nothing wrong with a copper soup, but I thought it's Copper soups are for dickheads like me who can't be bothered to make some proper food. They're not for an old man who's been in the RAF and yeah. raised five kids and now doesn't know his own name. It's just really oh. sad. <laughs> the saddest cup of soup you ever saw. 
But I bet he wasn't sad. No. And actually, if you've lived through wars, you're probably quite used to having... We love it. You might even be Eating quite dust. up for some dust, some um, wet dust. And he, some he used to find dust. little cigarettes in all the drawers because he wasn't allowed to smoke. I think he had some. Oh, really? Some but he'd sneak them. And uh, yeah, so he'd hide them, stow them away, and then not remember where he put them. Oh! And I caught him. Well, we both ran into each other while we were having a sneaky <gasps> bag. <laughs> <laughs> when was this? When I was about. Fifteen. Oh God! Apart from frying frankfurters and cheese, <laughs> did you get? Because Edinburgh's got amazing food stuff in it. Did you get any experience of that? Were you just too young um, to care? Croissants. Croissants. <laughs> Bagels. I learnt. Yeah. With cheese. Mm. And you know, oh yeah, a bit of Jarlsberg. I learnt. Oh. Yeah, there's a really nice cheese shop. My whole life was all about cheese. Yeah. What am I looking for? Cups. Soft um, spot for cheese. Oh. Do you, does your acupuncturist mean you're not allowed it ever again, though? No. No. Just having a cut well, down and see what happens. Yeah. Um, but sounds then I like, think um, your coffee machine sounds like a sex toy. We're <laughs> <laughs> pretending it's that my sex toy is a coffee machine. <laughs> I just, just actually just stirring some <laughs> coffee granules in hot water around with a, a plastic dip. <laughs> <laughs> Um, should I dish our pears up? Oh, yeah. Pears, 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 dish our pears up. Oh, yeah. Go for the kisses. Uh, what do you want? Okay. No. Oh, how big? I think I think one of these has actually got a pear. Oh, look at you. Oh, there's an orange and one's a pear. I did want some. Um, I made a tea room. I like to play a tea room. Like, you know. Pretend it I was running a restaurant. Oh, when you were a kid? Yeah. And made scones and things, and that was very successful. And the second time I did it, I made an absolutely disgusting minestrone, and then, which was basically stock and pasta, right? Oh. Um, um, and then we had to go a long drive. We had a long drive, and I vomited everywhere. Oh, no. Oops. Stock and pasta. Really disgusting. Yeah, so I used to do stuff like that, like make menus. I've still got a cookbook from when I was a kid, actually. Have you? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, oh yeah, is it worth getting it? Yeah. I think I might have actually found this. This might not be the same copy. Oh my god! It's really groovy. <gasps> my fun to cook. My fun to cook. Book. And the drawings Quick and are really easy lovely. recipes for young cooks. Um, oh, one of them is like. Oh. Um, Caramelised sugar on toast. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Um, yeah. When's Absolutely this book from? Stuff that you wouldn't want your child to eat now. This is awesome. Cheese straws, I remember. Whoa, first published 1969. And Friday pie. I think they're frying cheese. Yes! Vindicated. There's a picture of some, oh, it might be an egg. What are those little yellow sticks? Raisin and cheese. Yes. Oh yes, this is brilliant. Cheese <laughs> dreams. There's a recipe called cheese dreams. This is. I think this might be where your soft spot for cheese came from. Yeah. There's definitely cheese straws. There's some serious cheese. Cheese dreams. <gasps> you need a knife, cheese grater, frying pan, small bowl. It's a cheese toasty fried with a fried egg on top. Poor Knights of Windsor. What's that? It's all bread-based so cooking. Cholesterol-y. 
bread and cheese. Spanish omelette. This is all afters. It's just an empty bowl. That's the saddest picture I've ever oh seen. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Fantastic. Where's the sugar bread? Is it even called sugar bread? Sugar bread. Toasted sugar bread. Oh my God, oh. it's so delicious. Is it? Yeah. It sounds um, a little bit similar to the amazing sugar on creme fraiche overnight in the fridge pudding. Oh, yeah, well, it's basically a creme brulee, isn't it? Yeah. It's a piece of white bread, buttered sugar on top, and grill it. So it goes hard, you know. Oh, God. I love a creme brulee. Oops. Oh, a bit of rhubarb creme brulee. Oh, well, I was going to put ice cream. This amazing ice cream. Well, I want to try my oatly cream as well. Mm. I want to put a mint leaf on top of this. Do you? <laughs> but I haven't got any. Um, You're posh, see? I want to know where this culinary eye came from wanting to put a mint leaf on things. <laughs> that is snazzy, Caroline. <laughs> Whoa! Get out. Get out. Right, I also okay. want to try it. I'm going to open this. Just, yeah. Do you want to open it with my teeth? Cause... No, do you want to? I'm going to. Okay. I don't mind. Now I feel self like, no. I'm so posh, I open a carton with scissors instead of my teeth. I don't think that's posh. I think that's absolutely fine and normal. I just want to try this. So we've made poached pears in red wine with no added sugar. And we've got Swedish glacé vegan ice cream and some oatly cream. Ooh. Which says, creamy oat, use a single cream. Which I, I mean, never ever noticed before in the how, supermarket. Does, um... How do you get cream out of an oat? Um, I don't know. They're, I can't remember who, but there's a stand-up that's got something quite funny about... Oh, uh, lovely Andrew Bird has got a bit about milking oats. Has he? Yeah. Mm. There's something mm. a bit menstrual about this dish. <laughs> um, the, you can tell there's no added sugar, right? Yeah. Um, do you want some sugar? No, I don't want some sugar. I mean, I like it because I love red wine. Yeah. And it does taste of pears and red wine rather than like a poached pear. Yeah. Even though it's properly cooked. I like the texture of a... <laughs> it's, some, it's something menstrual about it. <laughs> mm. Oh, I mean, do you like it? Do you like it? Mm. I, quite, I like it. Sure. I don't not... I don't... You know, sometimes you taste something and you don't like it. Yeah. You actively dislike it. I don't... Yeah. It's not ideal, is it? It tastes of hot red wine. Well, why not? Mm. We could have just drunk the wine. Oh, Caroline just had a mouthful of just the liquid. I just had the just oh. the liquid, and it's like <laughs> the dregs. <laughs> so I think a lot depends on the wine here, doesn't it? Oh dear, Do I think? didn't buy very nice it wine. It does set specifically In my head, say if I'm nice cooking wine. with wine, yeah. I cannot buy. But I don't I can't even know what is a nice. Either. What is nice wine? Seven pounds and up. Okay. Yeah, you don't. Definitely... Who's going to buy like a Chateau Neuf du Pape to cook a pear in? Not me. Yeah. Well, I suppose, but you don't use the whole bottle, do you? Over half. Really? I suppose if you're going to be drinking some nice wine up. anyway. Yeah. Yeah, fine. I think, it, I just think poached pears are much nicer with port. 
Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I, it, it tastes really nice with the pear, a bit of the Swedish glass. Mm. But the um, it sauce need, it on its need. own is grim. The sauce on its own is disgusting. I'm having a sip of your oatly coffee with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's lush. But I like... That's I'm, really lovely. It's so creamy. So creamy. It's so creamy. Cheers. Mmm. Cheers, Calalone. Yeah, sometimes I manage to froth it up better than that. Oh, it doesn't need it. It's so tasty. But you're a cappuccino person, aren't you? And I like yeah. lattes. Ah. Um, yeah, I like hot and cold together. I like ice cream with hot. I'm having more ice cream. Haven't mm. told you how full I already am. Mm-hmm. I'm going in because I, I think it needs it. And I also yeah. I just don't want to leave any pear. 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 Don't leave any bloody. Do you know where these pears are from? No. Um, I've just joined this thing called Odd Box, which sadly oh. at the moment is only in South London, but I think they're expanding, and there might be one near you, mm. wherever you are, where it's um, a company that you buy boxes of fruit and veg off that have been rejected by supermarkets. That's and great. Every single thing from it has been perfect and delicious. Fair. Oh, oh, oh. Very. They good. can't even have like supermarkets don't even take blemished foods. All the tomatoes in the box I got this week were all um, extra ones when there was a vine that had six tomatoes on, but the packet could only contain five. For God's sake. Isn't it bonkers? Have you ever eaten anything and then thought, oh, why did I just do that? Have I ever? Mm. Have I done that every single day of my life? (laughs) (laughs) Really? What do you mean? Like, uh, Oh, like absentmindedly? Gone, oh, why have I done that? Or you mean you've consciously chosen to eat something and then afterwards gone like, what, like, I shouldn't have eaten it because it's a disgusting thing. I shouldn't have eaten well, it Well, I've left the question open just yeah, to see I what memories like, it conjures constantly, for you. I'm co- yeah, I'm constantly eating more than my fair share. Mm, um, me too. And especially at the moment with these sugary things, I'd mm. like I'd have a whole packet of whatever it is. Wait, oh my you... God, i tell you what I did. Yes. I drank. Um, I was working in Ghana long time ago we went gap year gap year no it wasn't it was um i used i was working as an animator and i uh managed to get a job in a film school wow um in ghana and it was very uh disorganized chaotic place but it was brilliant i was only there for a few months um and we went at christmas out you know exploring and to the beach and stuff when we were in the jungle and um, it was very hot and I took a big, we'd been camping, took a big swig of water, but it wasn't water. <gasps> it was light fluid. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. Were you alright? So bad. I didn't swallow it. <gasps> Fuck, thank God. It, you might have died, mightn't you, if you'd swallowed it. Let's say yes. Oh my God, lighter fluid. It was so gross. Oh God, And I was I? so... Fuck! I was with a boyfriend and a um and two people that I was working with. Mm. But what you know, we'd been living together for three months. The boyfriend was just visiting, but with the people I was working with, we'd been living together in a house for three months and now travelling for a few days and we're already on each other's nerves. Oh no! And I and I was so angry why he had put lighter fluid into a yeah. drinking water bottle, so it looked like a bottle of. Everything. Water, yeah. And I just went, I think I was like to brush my teeth. Oh my God. And I, you know, in the jungle, retching and being like just, and I, and then I felt like I was this awful princess 
blaming I was blaming him I was so angry <gasps> and I was unable to I remember also like being covered in ants in, oh, <laughs> God. Be, like freaking out about these ants yeah. and this guy Dorian being like oh why are you freaking out come on get over it everyone else is coping with being covered in ants or, but they were just I don't know if they were just on me or whatever but he made me feel or I allowed myself to feel that um self-conscious about being the one that was fussing about stuff yeah i think you're allowed to fuss about a mouthful of lighter fluid did it burn the inside of your mouth so gross and it was like and it's like dorian going oh she's making fuss again (gasps) oh dorian and then i think there was an instant where he finished off my marmite what and that was the last straw then he came home we had to split up after that like he wasn't my boyfriend we had to separate yeah the go off different journeys I think I would have had to have even earlier. Yum in my tongue. What did? You, what sort of food did you eat in Ghana? Oh, Kelly Welly. What's it's Kelly Welly? Kelly Welly is um, plantains. They eat it on the street. Plantains, deep fried with. Ginger, chili, mm. garlic, onion. Oh my god, it's so good. Mm, and what you whole? Buy, like no big chunks up. of it. Chopped yeah, up. chunks. And um, oh. so you so you take oh, fried me... in those things. Yeah. Could you do it like now? like? Yeah, I've never. You I need don't. Do, you need no, no. Well, you need a sort of big pan, yeah. deep pan. Yeah, yeah. With a lot of oil, and it does burn. I've yeah. never. I haven't. I haven't done it really well myself, and it's very, very oily. Oh my god, oh, it's so it's good! So and you'd order it by, you'd say, "Can I have two thousand Kelly Welly?" That would be two thousand CDs worth of it, and it all goes into a plastic bag. They used to, they used to serve. I think twenty years before that, this was like two thousand and four. Uh-huh. Um, and people who'd been there in the past had, um, they used to serve all the food in big leaves. Yeah, and now they serve it in plastic bags, and there's just bags everywhere. Oh, so no, sad! That's so sad. It's so sad. What? Because we, they thought it was it would look more professional and hygienic. Yeah, well, same reason I guess why we all get everything in plastic bags. You used to get a cup of tea in a plastic bag, so they put the bat the bag wow, into in the cup. Yeah, in a crate or like anywhere on the street. Yeah, yeah. So they'd they'd be serving tea. So they have a plastic cup there. If you want to take it away, yeah. they put a a plastic bag into the <gasps> cup and then they tie it up and you take it home and put it in your cup at home. Oh my word. So cool. And, and f- we're moaning now, not moaning's the wrong word, but we're all aware now that like there's plastic in our tea bags. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different kind of tea bag. Um, oh my God, that's brilliant. And they, it's and a sandwich bag with a cup of tea in it. So then you could get like goat, contomere was like a sort of spinachy thing. I love it that you remember all the names. Oh, of I loved it. But main the main thing, red red. <gasps> What's red red? Red red is like beans, a red bean stew, mm. and um, jollof rice is the yum, big yum, yum. thing. Chicken and rice, and would you like pepe with that? Hot sauce, really hot sauce, pepe. And you could buy. You always could like get an orange on the side of the street, and the oranges would be green. Okay, because they they just pick before they only yeah. get orange later. Nice, That's and they of... would chop. They peel it, yeah, like so that I think they peel it so that you've just got a white orange, yeah. and then chop the hat off, and you just squeeze it into your mouth. 
I love it. So you just, just like... Yeah, just drink it like that. Oh, my God. Really good. Really good. Oh, I love how clearly you remember the food all there. Oh, yeah. And that, and you're just there for a few months. Yeah. Have you ever tried to recreate any of those foods? Kelly Welly. Yeah. How'd it go? Yeah. <laughs> that boyfriend had a deep fat fryer. Uh-huh. We stank the house out making Kelly Welly. Yeah. And then... I do, yeah, I'm always, every now and again, trying out different mm. um, plantain recipes. I get very sad when I get plantains and they're not like Kelly Willy. Oh, you know, sometimes plantains just can just be a bit lumpy. trying to live up to the joy of Kelly Willy ever since. Yeah. I've never, ever had a successful plantain dish. But I won't give up. I've also never been to a country where they eat plantain and cook it well. So I've just got all sometimes that yet to West discover. Sometimes West Indian plantains are really yummy oh. and sometimes they're not. Yeah. I just mean recipes I've followed. I'm not yeah. saying I'm anti-plantain. Have you got any... Oh, I want to move on to something totally different. Is that all right? Yes. Um, have you got any particularly tangy opinions in relation to, like, eating and body image and all of that stuff? Tangy. Do you, like, think that, like... I think some people think that diets are abhorrent, like weight loss diets. I think some people think that... Um... I'm just going to show off my pudding while Okay. <laughs> but I wonder, but I, well, I suppose a more open question is, do you reckon you've always had a, set, a, a relatively good relationship with eating? Like, even through your teens and stuff? I just think I've always been clueless. I think I of you had, as I a had, healthy person. I don't think of myself like that. Whenever we've eaten together, it's always been, like, you know, really veggie, salady yeah. thing. But you... Plus just a fucking mountain of cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Cauliflower cheese mm. and macaroni cheese. I had no idea about your cheese thing. Yeah, really cheese. You're a real cheese lady. Yeah. Queen of the cheese. And then at the moment I'm cheese really... dreams. Yesterday we we picked up my daughter from school yeah. and then we went to the pub and had some chips. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, like you pay three fifty for skin mm. on chips. They were really delicious, but there were hardly any of them. So I was like, okay, we need some more chips. Let's go home and yeah, got some crappy oven chips, which I hardly ever have oven chips because they just they're just not nice enough to warrant eating the chips. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I just was like, I'm gonna eat as many fucking chips as I can. <laughs> I'm feeling sort of reckless yeah. about food, and I'm really reckless about sugary food. At the moment, do you think and it's I'd the love... sugar that sugar that brings on a feeling of recklessness, though? Because the sugar's so addictive in that way, isn't it? Although I'm like that with salt. I think the salty things make me just want more and more and more yeah. and more to them. And I do this thing where I switch my brain off. Yeah, and it's just going in. I'm not even tasting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. know now. I've had enough therapy about it <laughs> <laughs> to know while it's happening that I'm doing it. But yeah. to, and that can stop me actually. But it also cannot. Sometimes I go, I know I'm eating without t- even tasting it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care because it's nice. It, and it is nice. It is nice. Also, I secretly really love an oven chip. Do you love... I, I mean... Now it's not a secret. But those people who do get into um, weight loss diets... Mm. Oh, what, like faddily a... being on them all the time? Yeah, and... but and That's man- lots of people, isn't it? yeah. And I, you know, when you, like, I just always assume 
people are thin because they're thin, but actually probably half the time they are in a terrible prison of their own making, keeping themselves there. Thin, I think so. I think so. Um, and it's I sort of jealous that they have the self discipline to do it. <laughs> <laughs> to be in the miserable prison of their own making. Well like but then, you know, you you swapping one misery for another, aren't yeah. you? Because the misery of feeling like you're overweight and not good enough and flabby and I don't know, I think there's <laughs> I think there's and a also as you get older it's like I'm losing the chance, any small, tiny chance I ever had of being acceptably attractive. What? You know what I mean? What? Like I can't could... believe you're. Yes, thank you, Jess. I know, I actually am very attractive. No, I feel, no, I do feel like, I feel like, yeah, you buy, you of on being some a model, you mean? Yes. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I think I have little flashes of that, but my, my, I, I can usually crush them by thinking you're in this is not a helpful way to live your life no of course I, not. I, but you think i get flashes where i think if you don't try and get the the body you've always dreamed of oh. now yeah will there ever be a point no it's over <laughs> um but um but then i think but, but you can but to do but i'd rather do it by exercise yes i've been trying for a long time to exercise my way into a dream body and i'm I have now come to accept that there has to be some some concession on the on the, the sugar. food content. No, not necessarily sugar. I could take or leave sugar. What? I know, what pervert. Yeah. I just mean having... I don't need to have seconds at every meal. You do. You do. See? I think I'd rather be happy. Yeah, it's different. It's a different kind I'd of happy. I'd rather swap for it? that kind of happy. I think I get so happy from food compared to... Well, I don't know if you've... I had the realisation recently, as in within the last few days, where... So at the moment I'm doing lots of exercise, and Mm -hmm. I saw a photograph of me, and I wanted to puke, and cried. And I know, and I had this... Thank God I remembered it. I thought, I will... I've had well, memories. The photograph of... of yourself while you were exercising. No, that would be fair enough. Who wants to see that? It was a. It was a very roofed up. Someone had done my makeup for this oh, thing. Right. Yes. Like yes, 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 I didn't look like me, yeah. and that's upsetting. Yeah. I also. It was main. The main reason I was sad. Let's be honest. Was my thighs made me feel sad. They were huge. And did but... you actually puke? No. 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 Okay. No. I just so felt really, cried. really distressed by yeah. this picture briefly yeah. yes. I've grown yeah. out of letting that affect me for a day yeah. but I had oh, no, say I half an hour that. to oh, an God. hour do you have longer? now I see yeah I mean it's, I can kind of I think I had a photo shoot recently and I uh, it was very enjoyable yeah. and I was able to imagine myself looking how I would like to look yeah. and so it was a bit disappointing when I got to see the photos <laughs> <laughs> but I it it's okay, but I think everything's just in a different context. So in the past, every patch I've had of being fit, never like you know, Hotty. weight doesn't really come into it. But knowing yeah. that you're eating well, generally yeah. sleeping well, generally yeah. and exercising a bit, yeah. And I've then at the time I've looked at photos always. I don't think I've ever once looked at a photo and gone, yes, get in. But then later, when I've been way less healthy, much yeah. heavier, much less fit, why didn't I looked? I looked back at that then. picture. And gone. What were you thinking? Yeah. Look at what you look like then. Yeah. And so, actually, yeah. I must remember that, and I did for the first time ever. Remembered it when I looked at these recent pictures yeah. I've done. 
and I hated them and thought, well, next time you next time you're really unfit, you'll look at that picture and you'll love it and think yeah. you're mad now. So yeah. appreciate it in the moment. Just know that yeah. we're all mad. We're all mad. Yeah. I all those I, of us that feel like that my mad. the video that I send off to promoters for stand up. Yeah. The thumbnail of it, I makes me feel really sad. Like I look, I couldn't watch that video. I I couldn't watch it. I thought I just look like an elephant, and but it's the best video I've got, so I have to send it. Um, I've watched but, that video, and you don't look like an elephant. You but look gorgeous. Honestly, but you can't. I think it's a cute part of the human condition. It's like um, I don't in my head. I mean, of sensible humans. If you enjoy watching yourself mm. clowning, you're a pervert. I think. Yeah. You, you cannot switch. Our egos mean that you cannot switch on a part of your brain that goes, okay, how good is my comedy performance in this video? And switch off a part but of your I brain can, yeah. that's then going, how attractive do I think I look objectively? <laughs> <laughs> Which is so irrelevant. Yeah. But also I think if you've not spent your life in a cycle of dieting, which so many women yeah. have, great. Yeah, exactly. We've enjoyed our lives. I had one time oh, when I've, I was I thin. Start, I stopped. Did I you? I enjoyed my life. What are you talking about? I think you have. I've done things that I should have enjoyed, but I've been <laughs> miserable the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you enjoyed your eating in Ghana. Yeah, I loved Ghana. But I was able to be miserable at the same time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is my way. When was um, your time when you when you oh, were, when, when you were very thin, thin? Was that because you weren't being kind to yourself? It was wise. We. I always think it's because my heart was broken, but it wasn't. It was. It led up to my heart being broken, because I was thin, and that and then I started seeing this guy probably because I was thin, <laughs> and then and then he used to get really annoyed because I kept going, oh my trousers are falling down, oh my clothes. <laughs> Because he was a bit overweight, yeah. he'd get absolutely. He'd go in a mad mood because I was losing weight, and I didn't know why I was losing weight. And then he left me for dead, and I lost even more weight. I'm sure. I was thinking. I think that heartbreak is a killer for the for appetite wise. I mean, it's just some people would it comfort eat. They would, but I am one of those people. Yeah, I would say the same. One of the few. One of the. F- what, what the times where I don't it's very very rare that I don't want to eat and I can count them on one hand and they are the times they, the ex, long extended periods of time where I'm eating just to survive and taking no joy in it I think heartbreak turns off your taste buds I genuinely can't eat really it's the only time I can't eat but when I'm grieving I was thin but I was thin maybe I just you got thin happy though were you no but I like being. I did like being thin, and I stayed thin <laughs> until. And then I met my current squeeze. It will mm. be ten years next year. Wow! And uh, I think once I was secure in that relationship, it was like forever. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's because you're ha- happy. Yeah, natural. Plum- I think you plumpitude. eat what you don't. You know. Well, I think I think yeah. the message I'm taking from this is that. I'm glad you're not tiny, emaciated. I don't think that'd be a sign that you would be very happy. No. It's kind of like... (laughs) (laughs) The feminist in me feels like I need to bollock you for wanting to try it. I'm not 
gonna do it. I'm too lazy. Okay, good. Say scrum diddly umptious. No. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly Um, you mentioned you've got a daughter. Has feeding her always been a simple thing? Um, feeding her hasn't been too bad. Sleeping is the hard thing. <laughs> is she? Um, she was never. Um, she's never been fussy or anything like she's that. She's a bit fussy, and now she's stopped eating sausages, which were one of her favourites because she oh. knows where they come from. Oh, really? Yeah. Fascinating. She's five. Yeah, that's and, fascinating. Yeah, but she hasn't stopped eating all meat, even like duck. Oh, she loves peeking crispy duck. Mm. In um, pancakes, from yeah. Chinese I think also like anything where you can make the the like there's activity around making yeah, the food. Like we so made sort of spring rolls the other day, and it was really fun. But she really, really likes duck pancakes. And you're doing cooking with her then? Yeah. Oh. She really likes baking and stuff. But oh. I'm terrible at baking. I mean, I'm. Well, I have. To, well, sometimes we've got a little friend. They come around and we do baking together and the mum's really good at baking. But oh, we made these biscuits and they all just melted together in the thing. <laughs> it's yeah. a little heart shape and then they just end up as one big blob. But she, yeah, the duck, she hadn't realised that the duck was a duck. Uh-huh. And then she she was saying, she's halfway through eating a pancake and then was like, oh. And she sort of like just put it down. I don't think she's going to have them anymore. Oh, no, she said she, she wanted them. She wanted to have it for her birthday. Yeah. But now she's realised it's a duck. Oh. Well, you can get great fake duck in some mm. places. In fact, some Chinese takeaways even do it, and it's really good. Oh, Mikey yeah. and I had it from one like that weird place I took you to. Yes. <laughs> Is that near here? Is that yeah, Joe's Bush? It's on the green. Um. Oh, Mikey and I had it from takeaway, and it was really, really good. Really? Yeah, oh, so it might be worth nice. a try. Okay. Get some fake duck in. I mean, I imagine there's terrible, terrible she, variants. She was running a restaurant in here the other day, and she'd made this whole menu, which she copied out four times. Oh, she's such a legend! And one of the puddings was sandwiches. Because <laughs> <laughs> she said, because you have to have a healthy option. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the starter was that fruity dish. <laughs> You're my fun to cookbook. No. Is there a main called Cheese Dream? <laughs> yeah. God, I love it. I forgot about running restaurants as yeah. kids. I used to do that with my cousins. We were left with my nana for long extended periods Ooh. over the holidays. We got very bored. We got very creative. Yeah. And we would run restaurants, but basically my cousin Dan would run it. Me and George, his sister, who were a, bit, a few years younger, would just be his slaves. We basically, it wasn't very, it was a bit patriarchal. We just had to oh, really? we had to dress up and be waitresses and do what we were told. Short skirts. But we did, <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably, and, but we did the whole thing to get tips. We'd make, yes. we'd make scrambled eggs, terrible, hard scrambled eggs for our whole family Ugh. that didn't even really want them. They'd had yeah. breakfast hours ago. Yeah. And then we'd make them all give us tips and then go and spend it on sweets. <laughs> And I think, oh no, it didn't take them long to get wise to it. Idiots. But I love it that you're doing that with, with your daughter. She, and she likes making fruit salad, she likes chopping things, she always yeah. wants to be making the food. Oh. Rudy's starting to show, like he's kind of doing the odd like, well he's quite, every time I'm doing anything he's like, I want to help. And often it's really <laughs> impractical. Yeah. But, um, no, but in a way it You can't matter. help me write this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> email. But um with chopping, I'm just, he's only two, but I'm doing lots of like chopping stuff and then getting him to put it from one yeah. board into a bowl, just getting 
try and get him keen on it. She went on a chocolate making workshop. Did she? Yeah, at half term. Really? For a friend's birthday party? No, for childcare. Oh, cool. Like, it was a bit more expensive than normal childcare. But yeah, it was of course. Like, but she came away knowing how to make chocolates. Yeah, and with some really fancy looking chocolates. <gasps> and they made wow. pasta, which they it, they boiled some pasta. Yeah. But now she wants to boil water all the time. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So I've got one last mega question. Okay. It's ridiculous and they're all personalised for each person. Okay. This is the actual question. Okay. Someone discovers a precious material. This isn't inspired by um, Black Panther at all, by the way. (laughs) Um, Which could power the whole earth without ever running out or harming the planet. And it could be harnessed to provide everything positive and magical, like no weapons. But it could even cure like gunshot wounds to the heart and stuff. It's brilliant. It's called vibrationium. (laughs) Anyway, a baddie gets it. Probably a new male white comedian. And starts trying to drink it all um, to get the, like, basically to become like a modern Captain Planet. But you're the only one who can stop him, Caroline, because years ago he gave you the power to empty his tummy back into a safe vessel by simply completing a half marathon whilst dressed as an ostrich. And you do it! Hooray! You're a hero, but you're absolutely pooped. And you're naturally very, very hungry and thirsty. Um, you can go wherever you want, with whoever you want, fictional or, or dead even if you like. And you can eat whatever you want. I want to know where you're going, who with, and what you're eating and drinking. Oh my god. I had a very nice fish samosa once. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds intriguing. On the beach in Kenya. Oh my god, you're so well travelled. Oh, yeah. um, the Kenyan beach fish samosa. Yeah. The mm. Beach Boys, with like a triangle, samosas. like as yeah. I know. Them. Oh God, it's so good! But really? like just fre- like just done Fresh right there and then on the beach. Wow! I go there for that. I think it was in Lamu. Wow! Mm. Island Paradise. God, this is awesome. Um, okay, but then I'd still probably what be would you hungry. Drink with it? Who would I be with? My wife and daughter. Yeah. No. Who would I really go with? You'd go with anyone. You can make someone up from scratch, much like the samosa. Make mm. a fresh person. Mm. I think I'd go on my own. Okay, fine. Perfect. That's <laughs> dreamy. But no one said that so far. I'm surprised. Mm. On your own, fish samosa, anything with it. Sounds a bit puny. It's small. Do you I want a well-poached it... pair? <laughs> I thought that was nice. It was, yeah, right. I'm really into beef wrapped up in a beetle leaf. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Now, I've never been to Vietnam but it's, Do you get I've it from that feet. banana tree place? I don't know what that banana it's tree is. It's like a is. chain of like, I think it's... Mm, I it's like fusion food, but I think right. it's like um, lots of African-influenced and oh. Asian-influenced. It's, uh, it's a Vietnamese it's thing. Street. There's one... Um, oh, there's you took me on Wardour Street. Yeah. Um, oh, Viet so food. good. Viet food. Yeah, and then oh, lemongrass. delicious. That yeah. was before I went veganish. If I couldn't get to <clears> Kenya... I mean, but it's so you affordable. You can have that in Kenya. If it's so affordable, it seems a bit of a waste. Like, I can just go there and get that yeah. anytime. Well, I think you should allow yourself to have every food you want, because this is the dream scenario. It was like um, lemongrass chicken mm. and beef in beetle leaves. I want... I had a really great meal in the W restaurant, okay. which is... Also on Wardour Street. Yeah, I don't know opposite, if it's not there um, anymore. That hotel. Yeah. 
I don't know if the restaurant's still there. On the tasting menu, I did a show. Um, I, I hosted a book launch in the Prince Charles Cinema. Yeah. And they took us all out to dinner afterwards. And it was the most... And because it was being all paid for by yeah, someone else, it was just so delicious. What you had there. What do you have to drink with these things on the beach on your own? Rum punch. Rum punch. You think? On the beach? Yeah. I love dark... Is it dark rum, white rum? Dark rum. Dark rum with lots of fruity juice. Yeah, and ginger and all mm. sorts. Mm. Mint. Or a mojito. Have a mojito. Yeah, you love them. I love mojitos. <laughs> <gasps> porn star martini. What's a porn star martini? A porn star martini is passion fruit oh. martini oh. with a, t- a thimble of Prosecco chaser. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, well, that's that then. That's, that's it. That's it then. Anybody who wants to come with me to this beach, because I can't move anyone I want to take. <laughs> so you're just going to invite anyone? Anyone. You're just going to get a little no, bit of curves to, off to Twitter. Apply, apply, I'll look through your CVs. Yes, that's decide. a good idea. Send your CVs to Caroline Mavy of Shepherd's Bush. <laughs> Holiday to Kenya attendee for Feast of Dreams. Yes. And it will find its way to you. Ooh. I think they might be having a civil war in Kenya now. Is that the case? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to let me know after you've been. <laughs> Thanks, darling. That was the totally brilliant Caroline Maybe. She co-hosts the Properly Wicked podcast where her and Taylor Glenn road test self-help remedies and therapies and it's funny and raw, open-hearted, honest all at once. Please check it out. It's on SoundCloud and iTunes and on Twitter at SelfRenPod and it's called The Self-Renovators. And follow her on Twitter at Caroline Maybe. And to see her live, her website is carolinemaybe.com. That's maybe with an M-A-B-E-Y. I'm Jessica Fostigue. I'm on tour. If you're listening to this before mid-May, come and see me do my show, The Silence of the Nans. Details are on my Twitter, at Jessica Fostigue. Do five-star love to this podcast online and in person. Follow us on all social media. It's at The Hoovering Pod. If you've got questions, or indeed if you live in South London and want to try this odd box thing where they send you the wonky veg, then email me through my website, jessicafosterq.com. I'm not being sponsored by them. Uh, It's just because I think if I refer you, then we both get 50% off a box of vegetables. Get in. Music by the wonderful Mike Greenway. Until next time, happy hoovering. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.